if something is new and exciting and probably going to propel you to your next level, you're going to feel those feelings. When there's this huge life-changing decision, it's not like you're just going to feel so comfortable. Like it almost can't. Hello guys, welcome back to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ebony May, and today is an interview episode with Georgie Stevenson. Georgie is a lawyer turned entrepreneur, co-founder of Naked Harvest Supplements, YouTuber, podcast host, and social media personality. In this episode, Georgie touches on how she deals with self-doubt and fear, law of attraction and manifestation, and touches on her own personal health journey with great depth and insight. This was an absolute pleasure to be able to speak with Georgie, someone who I've looked up to for many years now, and I know you guys are going to absolutely love the episode. Without further ado, here is my interview with Georgie. Georgie, welcome to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. No worries. I am so excited to be here. Thanks for having me on the show, Ebony. As I said before I hit record, I'm a little bit nervous and very excited because I've followed your journey for so long now. I remember the vlogs that you were getting up so early and going to work and doing things in your lunch break and packing your food prep. So it's just crazy to actually speak to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, weren't they like different and crazy days? I even like look back to those vlogs and I'm like, how did I do that? Because I was waking up at like four o'clock, not getting home till seven, doing all my stuff. So it's crazy that you've been, you know, since beginning basically. So thanks for being on the journey with me. No, thank you. I literally, when I was watching them from the start, I was like, I don't know how this girl does this. And at the time I was actually wanting to go into law as well. I got early entry into a law degree and then ended up chopping and changing and studying nutrition. So it's just really funny how similar that is. Yes. Isn't that funny? It's funny because I know so many people who are kind of the exact same in regards to they were going to do law and they're in the health space, which I just like, it's just like so bit random, but yeah, it must be Mm. a thing there with personality. I know you would think it was like chalk and cheese, but I I know I was going to say the same thing. There's so many people who have done the same. Yeah, so odd. (laughs) So the first question that I like to ask every guest is, what does real health mean to you? Hmm. So real health means something really different to how it used to mean for me because I have been on a huge uh, health and fitness journey. Uh, But real health to me is all about balance and it can look very different at different times. So one of my big things is like living in seasons and having priorities. Uh, And so I used to be under this impression that, you know, I had to be basically a hundred in all areas of my life all the time. And I've come to realize that that just isn't first of all, like I'm not capable to doing that. And then second of all, I've realized that, you know, sometimes things can be a bit out of balance, but it is okay. So a real health to me kind of does look a bit different at different times, but has really come to this place of finding what works with what, sorry, what works for me, um, at certain times and just working with my body uh, compared to against it, which is what I used to do previously. Yeah, I love that. And that's something you talk about a lot, different seasons. And I'll get into that in a second, but the next segment is the real recap. So how has your last week been? Mm. 
Um, a bit hectic. <laughs> I was saying this to a friend though, like I feel like I say this every week. So I am in the middle of a new project. I've actually just launched uh, my first ever online course called the Rise and Conquer Project, which is basically a six-week live course where I take a group, a small group of women through my process of achieving things, which kind of sounds odd to say, but basically I've realized that before any new project, any new business, um, even lifestyle change, I have a certain formula that involves, you know, action and manifesting and putting together rituals. And so I want to share that uh, with a group of women who are kind of ready for that next step or, you know, to up level. So I've been, uh, I just announced that and I've been doing a lot of stuff with that this week. And I was super nervous at the start of the week. Um, and and then I kind of like announced it and everyone like was really receptive and really excited and I have a whole bunch of signups. So I'm like kind of on a bit of a high where I'm like, yes, this is, it's all going to plan. Don't be stressed. Like it's all going to happen. So a bit of an emotional roller coaster <laughs> to be honest, but all in all, a really good rate, really good week. That's so exciting. I saw you release that and it just looks amazing. And I feel like it really encompasses your whole journey. And we'll talk about manifestation later because that's another thing that I love that you incorporate in your channel. But yeah, that's just so exciting that you've tied all of those different aspects together to make a course essentially. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm really excited. It's super different, but I think it's going to be amazing. Oh, it will be so good. I know that you do something similar on your podcast. And as you're just talking about seasons, you ask the people what seasons they're in. But what would you best describe the stage of life you're in right now? And could you just tell us a little bit about who Georgie is? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so my current season, I don't know, it's kind of weird because of everything happening right now with COVID-19. And so mm -hmm. my current season is kind of like a bit of hibernation. Like, you know, we're not really allowed to be out socializing or whatnot. So I'm really kind of taking advantage of that and using this time to uh, go within. I'm doing a lot of like inner work and journaling and uh, that sort of side of things. And then in my business, I really feel like I'm just kind of going, you know, full steam ahead because I feel like I've got a bit of momentum and it just feels like a good time for me. Uh, so that's kind of the season I'm in. And a look, do you want me to do just a bit of snapshot of who I am? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, sure. So I am a lawyer turned entrepreneur. So I've, <laughs> I finished my law degree and literally just as I got admitted uh, to the Supreme Court of Queensland, I quit my law position. I had a really good job at like a awesome uh, law firm in the city and I quit that to kind of go off and pursue this side hustle which was my social media uh, like fitness and health and personal development and I didn't really know how it was going to look I just knew it was like what I was meant to do and it like didn't make a lot of sense to anyone and sometimes me but I was <laughs> just like I need to feel this out it feels like I meant for something bigger and you know like I thought to myself 
if this doesn't work out, I can always go back to law because I finished my degree. Uh, So I went and did that. And then what has come from that is I have my own podcast, the Rise and Conquer podcast, which is all about female empowerment and health and fitness and kind of lots of things like yours. Uh, And then I have, uh, I co-founded an all natural supplements company, Naked Harvest with my brother. And that was really born from me realizing there was this huge gap in the market in regards to natural supplements. So you could either have like really tasty, yummy supplements that like gave you all this energy, uh, but then weren't natural, uh, were filled with just like fillers and crap and would give you a crash. Uh, or you can get these like all natural healthy supplements, but they like, you didn't really feel the difference and they tasted like crap. Uh, and also (laughs) nothing was really tailored to women. So like even the natural stuff, like I was just like, nothing is really like for me. And so, um, yeah, I saw a gap in the market and we started developing our own all natural supplements. So we have a pre-workout and protein we've got a couple of new products coming. And basically we were just like, And it's funny because I don't know if you remember this, Ebony, but back in my channel back in the day, I actually was like making my own pre-workout at one point and I like bought all the products separately and was like making my own pre-workout. And so I've always been about using like the less ingredients necessary because, you know, like everything can take a toll on our body, but then having the most uh, effective sort of ingredients together. So that's kind of what Naked Harvest is. And so that's kind of my other side project and that's kind of my biz side. And then, yeah, I have my personal development, my podcasts and a couple of projects. Like I have presets and an ebook and lots happening now that I (laughs) say it. Um, But yeah, that's kind of who Georgie is. And I am a dog mom and a wife and I live at the beach and I'm a bit of an introvert and I stumble on my words and that's about it. (laughs) I love that. Naked Harvest to me is so exciting. I actually have It's Meant to Come Tomorrow, the chocolate peanut butter um, brownie protein, which I'm so excited for because I'm off dairy now and I'm celiac. Uh, So it's really hard to find supplements that like you said, and I've experienced that same thing, but it's just so great when somebody else <laughs> creates it and you're just like, oh, yes. So <laughs> I can't wait to try it. I'm so excited. Well, I hope you enjoy it. I'm like, to be honest, I'm not like the biggest chocolate fan. So like I've never been like the biggest fan of that flavor, which I know is weird to say about my own, <laughs> my own flavors, but I hope you enjoy it. We actually uh, have another chocolate flavor coming out, like probably to, more towards the end of the year, uh, but I'm really excited about that. But I hope you enjoy it. I definitely will. Chocolate peanut butter is my favorite flavor. What would you say yours of your protein? Which one is your favorite? Uh, I'm definitely the strawberries and cream. So that's our newest flavor. And mm-hmm. growing up, my favorite lolly was like, you know, those strawberries and cream Allen lolly. Oh, yes. Yes. And it like, it tastes similar to that. It tastes like a strawberry milkshake. So I'm obsessed with that right now. But I kind of, yeah, I go through them. My other favorite would definitely just be the vanilla because I'm a bit of a plain bitch like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. I want to have a protein shake now. (laughs) (laughs) After. So when I think Geordie Stevenson, when I think about your brand, 
I think, chasing your passion no matter what. And I feel like your transition from your law degree and your law career to your current career is just so inspiring. But did you experience any self-doubt or fear when tackling those big life decisions, like starting YouTube or leaving the corporate world or even starting Naked Harvest or your podcast? Yes, like so much, (laughs) so much self-doubt and so much fear. And it's kind of interesting because I went through the exact same feeling that I went through with all those things you just rattled off like this week with launching my course. Mm -hmm. And what I've realized is if something is like new and exciting and probably going to propel you to your next level or like something that is going to change your life, you're, you're going to feel those feelings. Like it's not like when there's this huge life-changing decision, it's not like you're just going to feel so comfortable. Like it just, it almost can't. And so I think it's about realizing that when you feel those feelings, you have a choice to either like freak out and be like, oh my God, I can't do this and kind of let the self-doubt or fear consume you. Or you have a choice to say, I'm feeling this for a reason. This means this next step is huge, which means also it could be like hugely Mm -hmm. life-changing. So I'm such a big advocate for like feeling the fear and doing it anyway, because like, like you kind of had rattled off, like anything when I look back, it either helped me get to where I, like it was either the perfect next step or it helped me to get where I wanted to be. And so I feel like once you start, uh, you know, like having those feelings, having self-doubt, but doing things anyway, and you start getting momentum and you start getting positive feedback, it's like, it's easy. That's like, I was thinking this week, like I did have a bit of stress and I was a bit nervous and I was like, you know, who am I to do this and, and whatnot. And I had to think about that and I had to journal and I was like, when I look back at any huge thing that has yeah been pivotal, I felt these feelings. And so I was just like, you've got to do it. This actually means something is going to be, yeah, awesome. So I'm all about just, <laughs> and I know it's like so much easier said than done. I know you're probably listening thinking, yeah, but you, you've done it so many times before, but then there's always a first step. So mm-hmm. there's always somewhere to start. There's always a small step uh, where you can start. But then when you keep going, you realize that those feelings are actually means you're on the right track. Do you think that you've progressively built up more trust within the universe after each thing has happened? Oh, a hundred percent. Like if we're kind of talking more like the manifesting and trusting the universe route, I like, I definitely previously started small. And like I said, like whenever I'm talking about manifesting with like friends or family, that's something I do kind of recommend is starting small because if you're like, all right, you know, God, universe, whatever, I want to manifest a hundred million dollars, but mm-hmm. you like, <laughs> but you in your head know that like there's like you know you don't think you can manifest that amount of money it's not going to happen so Mm -hmm. you definitely have to kind of start small and gain that trust and it's funny because um yeah when you like when you start to like really trust things and you start to kind of like use it as a game and like really go for it you're like (laughs) you're like it's actually crazy how much my mind and trust uh has expanded since you know the beginning if that makes sense 
Oh yeah, 100%. And I really resonate with what you said. I think it's easy when I don't, when you don't know much about manifestation to think, oh yeah, I'm going to think about an elephant and it's going to be in the room. But I think it has to be on the cusp of something that you believe that you can achieve. And I think what it's like a good happy medium between something obviously that's not right there in your reach, but something that's at least a little bit in your reach, you know? Yes, a hundred percent because, and that's like, that's also something to think about too, is when you are manifesting something, there is always going to be a little bit of doubt, but don't worry. You've just have to like have the majority of you be like, yes, this can happen. Um, and yeah, it's kind of like a muscle, like you have to practice it. You have to work with it, uh, to strengthen it. Mm -hmm. Talking more about law of attraction and manifestation. How did you start to become using it? Is it something that you grew up using? I know that you had, were quite religious growing up. Was there a transition between that or how did that all happen? Yeah. So it is funny because I actually grew up a Jehovah's Witness. So it was like none of, you know, the universe and manifesting, like we weren't even allowed to watch Harry Potter movies because it had magic in it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So mine, it's, I'm trying to really think back. I think it's like when I kind of got into the self-development sort of uh, world and like just different people had said different things and it kind of, uh, you know, was just in my mind. And then I remember just thinking, I think it, it wasn't the secret, but it was like someone on YouTube talking about the secret and talking about manifesting. Um, and then like, I kind of left it for a bit and then I like would read a book about it and then I left it for a bit. And so it wasn't like this full thing. I think I, was kind of flirting with the concept for a few years before I even started manifesting. Mm -hmm. But then it was more just like I could feel myself getting pulled towards, you know, certain uh, people, uh, like certain podcasts that were talking about it or certain books. And now I'm realized like I'm just so attracted to the concept. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And so uh, it just, yeah, it kind of developed that way. Yeah, I feel like that's really similar for me. And I think it's funny because when you're in it, you don't really realize. And I remember looking at the books in my room, the podcasts that I've been listening to, the YouTube videos that I've been watching, and they were all about law of attraction and manifestation. And it's sort of that moment when you realize, oh, wow, like this is something that I'm obviously invested in learning in and invested in implementing in my life. Yes. And it's kind of like, yeah, you're almost unaware of it, but then you're so interested in it and you hear people talk about it and you just, yeah, you find you're attracted. And then there's almost like this moment where you're like, yes, I think I believe this. And I think I've been doing this. I think that's more, um, I kind of am thinking about a time where my best friend was actually telling me about like her other friend, (laughs) Um, stay with me here. And her other friend, I had just gotten my position as a law clerk at the law firm and it was a great law firm. Uh, And I even like, because I was working full-time while doing my law degree, my grades weren't that amazing because I was still doing four subjects and like my kind of motto with everything was like, just pass. Like I don't really care, just pass because I was working full-time and doing uni Mm full-time. And so to get into this certain uh, law firm, you actually needed a certain OP, which I didn't have. Um, And I still like got the job. And 
well, like I obviously, you know, had the interview and all that sort of thing. Anyway, I got the job. And then so this friend said to my best friend and she's like, is it just me or does it seem like Georgie's just really lucky? And I was like thinking about it and I was like, I like, yeah, I am super lucky. But then I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, but it's like, cause I think I'm lucky. (laughs) And it was like this really weird concept. And I kind of had a thought, like I had to think about it and I was like, I think I've like manifested all these things. And yeah, it was like a light bulb moment. What is your relationship with the term luck or lucky? If somebody was to say to you, oh, Georgie, you're just where you are because you're so lucky. How would you respond to that? I like, I don't believe in luck. So I, I truly, truly believe that I like everything I have in my life, all my decisions, everything I have created myself. Mm -hmm. And I know that's kind of, it can be a hard pill to slow, like to swallow for some people because they're not where they want to be or they kind of just feel like the world's very unfair and don't get like, don't get me wrong. I realize that there's certainly things out of our control, uh, but majority of things I feel like, uh, yeah, I have really kind of created my own reality. Uh, so I don't really believe in the term lucky. I don't kind of think I'm lucky or anything like that. Yeah, I always struggle to understand when people, I think it's a little bit of tall poppy syndrome, but when people single out the people who have done really great things and then say oh it's just because they're lucky like you didn't fall over and then create naked harvest like I know (laughs) exactly and it's like I think well you would realize this from my YouTube like you know that person saying it was lucky I got that job uh but it's like yeah I may have not I've had the OP, but then if you knew me as a person and knew how like hardworking I am and how like uh, sort of how much I can show up and how, you know, that person would have seen me, you can kind of be like, oh no, it's not luck. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. When you have everything put to put together, I think it's definitely, like you said, like from the outside people looking in where they can't really see everything. They're like, oh, she's just lucky. And it's almost like a bit of a cop out. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Because I think Everybody has, well, within reason, there's obviously there's like bias and there's different things like that. But when it comes to resources, everyone starts pretty much the same. And I think if you say, oh, someone's lucky, it almost makes you feel better to be like, oh, that's why I haven't got what they've got. Yeah, 100%. Obviously excluding like, yeah, like I said, bias or yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah, it's not like I don't think it's absolute, but yeah, I 100% get what you're saying. So your YouTube channel was based on your own health journey and you're really open with your struggles that you've had along the way. What resources or lessons have helped you most with your progression of your healthy lifestyle? Yep. Uh, A big one is intuitive eating. And this is something I chat about a lot now. So I have a bit of a rocky past with my fitness and health where like growing up and stuff, I had a really like normal childhood. I was like really fit and healthy and I was like a normal sized child and whatnot. And then in my sort of teenage years, when I hit about 18, like a lot of young 18 year olds, I started drinking and going out and eating what I wanted. And I kind of put on quite a bit of weight fast. And then I was kind of like, I'm going on this fitness and health journey. But it turned into like a good four years of yo-yo dying, binge eating, um, 
yeah, just being really stuck in that diet cycle where I could lose five kilos, but I would put it on again. I was super obsessed with what I was eating and what I was doing. And I definitely like, there was a point I like lost 10 kilos. I was like the leanest and smallest I had ever been. And it was like my goal weight and all this jazz. And I was actually super unhealthy. I lost my period for a year. I got adult acne. Um, I had severe like hormone imbalances. Uh, and so basically I had to rebuild my health from the ground up and also rebuild my relationship. And something huge that helped me was intuitive eating, which is basically a concept where you listen to your body's biofeedback and its signals and you eat accordingly. And uh, you're kind of in tune with your body where you kind of know what it needs. So you know when to eat, you know when to stop eating, you know when to rest. Um, and you basically just kind of know how to look after yourself without counting calories or following something or basically listening to other people's ideals of what you should eat or shouldn't eat and you're doing it yourself. Uh, so that was like a huge sort of pivotal moment because for me, it was just like being stuck in the diet cycle. I really just was so consumed and it took a lot of my brain power and energy. And I just like, I wasn't achieving things. I didn't know who I was. I was super lost. I was super unhappy. Um, so when I sort of broke away from that and I started intuitive eating and it kind of just came to a point where it wasn't consuming me so much, I feel like my life truly changed because, you know, I had the capacity to, you know, do new business adventures and start my podcast and just kind of get under the skin and realize how much more I am than like what I look like and my body, which I think is like a huge thing that a lot of women go through and they either like haven't been through it yet or they're going through it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Again, went off on a rant then. That's okay. <laughs> That's kind of my journey summed up. <laughs> I think it's really cool that when you, when I ask you what your journey was and in particular, how you sort of navigated your health journey that all the content well all the content but a lot of the content that you produce is I guess what you needed at that time would you say yes a hundred percent so like yeah with my YouTube you can see the sort of transformation of like I remember I used to do a lot of like fat loss videos and diet videos and going on wedge shed and and then you can kind of see my channel change where I told everyone I didn't want to go on diets anymore and then I told everyone you know I found this thing intuitive eating and this is how I intuitive eat and then I released my ebook uh, quite soon after because I went through this whole process and it was so like life-changing to me and so I definitely yeah like share everything in kind of real time uh with my followers because I just know there will be people out there going through the same thing 100 mm, percent. so as you said at the start it is a bit of a crazy time which we are all aware of I know that you've spoken a little bit about how the pandemic has shifted and changed a lot of your plans how are you dealing with that uncertainty and how have you been able to release your attachment to these personal plans which are now out of your control Mm, great question. This was super hard for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I'm like a control freak. Um, 
I am a planner. I know what I'm doing for like the next 12 months. I'm an achiever. I do things. I put a lot of my self-worth on achieving things, Mm -hmm. um, which is not necessarily a great trait, but it's just very me. Uh, And so, yeah, when COVID-19 happened and all this uncertainty, I was in a bit of a mess for a, a good couple of weeks and me me and Tim actually my husband we had planned a Europe trip as well and I'm someone who doesn't necessarily love traveling because of the uncertainty and being out of like my routine and comfort zone so kind of getting my head around this Europe trip was like a whole thing in itself and then like we weren't going and I was like oh my god (laughs) and so I really struggled at the start and I was just super anxious I was in this really like fear-based mindset when I was like oh my god Uh, you know like Tim had just quit his job to work in Naked Harvest we're only surviving off like my income and like no one's gonna buy for Naked Harvest and we're gonna have to sell our house and like you know this huge fear-based sort of mentality and then I kind of just like let myself sit in it for a couple of days. And then I just like realized I just needed to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And so it was a good couple of weeks, but I kind of had to restructure and like a big thing that I do is journal where I retell a story that I'm currently living. And so this is something I kind of talk a lot about in my course, but basically I find I like, I've, I'm aware of this like negative story or a negative thought that I'm like, it keeps coming up. So for example, let's just say the whole thought of me, um, of sorry, naked harvest, not making money and, you know, us having to sell a house. And so what I would do is I would journal about how that thought, you know, is, um, ultimately not true and then I would make up a new thought or a new story that I chose to believe in uh and so you know I would write in my journal like you know Naked Harvest is thriving yeah people you know um uh, people are still working out from home so they need the pre-workout and protein and so I'd write this whole thing and so I was constantly having to shift into a higher vibe which was the biggest sort of catalyst for me getting through the uncertainty and it was a lot of work but I like I got through it and I feel like I'm in a way better place. I love that scripting is something I do pretty much every single day and I feel like it's the best way to change your vibration. Yes. 100%. Georgie, I've so loved chatting with you. It's been an absolute pleasure. For our last segment, I have a few quick cues. So just rapid fire, whatever comes to your head first. Perfect. Okay. Veggies or fruit? Oh, veggies. One thing you missed during isolation? Uh, Girlfriend catch-ups. Same. Um, Sweet (laughs) or salty? Oh, both. (laughs) (laughs) Spaghetti or pizza? Oh, pizza cheeseburger dominoes <laughs> <laughs> and bath or shower oh bath 100 percent. love that georgie thank you so so much for joining us i'm gonna link all of georgie's things below in case you don't already follow her you should she's amazing and thank you so so much for joining us georgie it's been such a pleasure really appreciate it ebony and yeah thanks for having me on the show Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Real Health Real Talk podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this episode interview with Georgie. If you'd like to hear or see more from me, pop over to Instagram and follow me at Ebony May Health. Cannot wait to speak to you in the next episode. Until then, I wish you happiness and real health.